Hello, everybody. It's Andrea Levoff here on my show where I talk about dope-ass shit with dope-ass people on my dope-ass podcast. And today, I have myself. It's my second solo episode. And dear listeners, I will be doing this quite frequently because I feel like it is a much-needed break from all the questions, and it gives us a chance to connect and for me to talk about things that are on my heart and that might be on yours too. And with the holiday season coming up, I just wanted to take a breather. And if everyone could just take a collective breath. And now I'm a meditation teacher and we're getting very zen. Because today we're going to talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness. Mind your own mindfulness. And what that means, and it's sort of this buzzword that's been being thrown around, especially now. And it's something that I try to make into a daily practice, sometimes not every day, but it's something that is very important as we come into these busy seasons. And something that occurred to me was that I always spend December running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And this December, I consciously decided not to do that. And one of the reasons I made this choice was that I often enter January so tired. And I don't mean tired like I haven't slept. And, you know, that might be true, too. But just my spirit, you guys. Sometimes my spirit in January feels so tired. Do you guys feel that way, too? And I just didn't want to feel that way. I thought, what would it be like if I entered January 1st? And maybe take some time to think about this for yourself too, but what would it be like if you woke up on January 1st feeling inspired and recharged and motivated and with vision? And I think that's possible for myself, and I think it's possible for you too. Well, if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. That's the law. So I've taken some steps that I wanted to share with you guys to maybe inspire you to do the same. Because that's how I want to feel on January 1st. It's a new decade, and I want to set the tone for amazingness. And my old habits of running myself ragged and drinking and partying and, yes, having fun, but also just feeling depleted is not something that I want for 2020. So if you want to join me, I'll be, I'll be at my house every night in December. No, I'm just kidding. Here was my fear about doing less in December. You're not going to be any fun. People want you to be fun, Andrea. How are you not, you're not going to go out? And that's not true. It's I'm making a conscious choice and deciding what is actually fun for me and what feels like a chore. So I've been saying no to a lot of things. I've been feeling the FOMO a little bit, but... I know it's something that I need, that my soul needs just to feel recharged. So I'm saying no to things and I'm saying a bigger yes to that future self that's going to wake up on January 1st and feel like I did some planning. So let's talk about some things that um, other than saying no that I've done to kind of to pre-plan for that because it's not something that just happens. So what I did was I broke it down into... I mean, I have so many goals that I want to accomplish next year, but I really broke it down into three categories. And the first category is work. The second category is family and relationships. And the third category 
that I really want to focus on is health. And I sort of, I went big picture. So I thought about how I want to feel, what I want these things to look like, and what do I want to accomplish goal-wise, meaning, you know, in reality, on the goal line, how I want things to look. And then I went backwards from there. So then after I decided what I wanted to feel, um, how I wanted to feel in my body, what I wanted my relationships to feel like, I worked backwards from there and set actual steps of things that could help me get there. One of the best ways to do this, if you're not quite sure um, what you want, is to think about how you want to feel. So for instance, in my relationships, both with my family and with my friends, I want relationships where I feel connected, where I feel seen, where I'm having fun, where I feel like I can express how I truly feel and be heard and not be criticized or judged. That's very important to me. So I write that out. And then I think of ways and steps that I can cultivate that. So for instance, if I know I want to feel heard and seen and connected, um, something like a coffee date with someone that I know can provide those things would be something good to schedule. So I scheduled a trip to LA with one of my dear friends from my spiritual psychology master's, uh, Denise, and I'm going to visit her in LA because I know that that friendship is nurturing and I love her and I don't see her that often, so I am going to make that a priority. Another example is I ran into a friend last summer in New York a friend, a dear, dear friend that I loved growing up and we lost touch. And I literally walked, <laughs> I was walking back into the plaza. I was with my daughter and my daughter was having this, you know, horrific tantrum, not really a tantrum. I mean, she's nine, but she was having a moment and she was inside and she wouldn't come outside. So I walked back through the um, revolving door and Aaron was walking out of it. And I saw her and it was just this moment we hugged and we connected and it just was such a yummy, yummy, yummy feeling that I just knew I wanted to get back in touch with her. And so I really would love to plan a trip with her. So that's another thing that I want to do for the year. And I think we all sort of go through these seasons. I definitely want to plan the fun, crazy girl trips, but this season of my life, I'm really craving that connection and that closeness. Um, with my kids, I'd really like to cultivate closer relationships with both of them. So I've purchased these Amazon, from Amazon, these journals, these mommy, between mommy and me only, where each night you write something to your mom and then the mom, I write back and then we read it and it's just between us, which I think is so cute and probably something that's not going to last forever, but hopefully um, as they grow older and grow into these <laughs> non-sharing high school days, which I so remember, um, that we can create that relationship. So that is an example of things that I'm doing, I plan to do for relationships for myself next year. So health-wise, I've taken a turn for the better over the last few months at the end of the year. And it was important to me to end the year strong because, like I said, I don't want to wake up January 1st and feel bloated and tired and icky. So I've really tried to clean up my diet and try to eat my right portions and try to eat earlier dinners. 
And I've done a good job. So good job, Andrea. It's important to congratulate ourselves and to celebrate our wins because there's so many times that we kind of knock ourselves down when we're not doing it. But how often do you celebrate your successes? So in addition to, you know, continuing to celebrate, my goal is to make more meals at home. You know, five nights a week, cook or have a lunch at home because I order out a ridiculous amount. It's actually pretty embarrassing. When I looked back at my bank account and saw Uber, Uber, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber, Postmates, 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 Uber Eats, Uber, 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 Postmates, Postmates, Caviar, Postmates, Taco Bell, Uber, 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 Uber Eats. <laughs> that is an actual... I just read my my uh, bank statement, which is basically my food diary. Anyone else? And finally, I'm, I'm as we're talking about health goals, I just had to run downstairs because someone rang my doorbell, and I'm out of breath from running up the stairs. So possibly increasing my cardio and my heart health would be something else I would add to that. But work... Um, Work, yeah. I mean, I launched my podcast this year, which has been amazing. But one project that I'd really, really, really love to bring to light is I've always wanted to write a TV pilot for a sitcom. I have so many ideas for that. And as you know, you know, things happen. And this is something that's important to me. So I want to make time for that. And that looks like lots of writing, which is not very glamorous, people. It's not, maybe not Insta-worthy, but I will be doing a lot, a lot, a lot of writing this year. And I love writing. It's so cathartic, and there's many good things that comes along with writing. So I'm looking forward to that. And just doing more things that light me up. I think the podcast has been great, but I love, 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 love being on stage. More stand-up, please. Bring it on. Bring it on, all the stand-up. And so how do I plan, how do we plan to get there, right? We have these ideas, we have these, now that we have our vision and that we have how we're going to, the physical steps we're going to take, we have to prepare ourselves emotionally and spiritually. And one of the things, I, I almost hesitate to say it because it's just so trite, but meditating has really, really helped me create space in my life. And it's brought my nervous system down about 50 notches. When I'm on DEFCON 10, you know, I am not a good mom, not fun to be around. People are surprised by this, but I do get, I do get angry with people and I do get stressed out. So meditating one of the apps that I absolutely love is Headspace. And there's guided meditations and there's also meditations where you sit in silence, which I think is important because I think it's important to sit with ourselves and our thoughts. Um, but beginning, you know, you need someone to guide you through. And who doesn't love a British accent or Australian or Irish? Just love it. I just am such a sucker for an accent. I don't know where that came from. Um, maybe that's why. I don't know. But yeah, I love a British accent. I love an accent. And 
I love an accent in meditation. So I do a really good British accent, actually. I think I do. Let me just try it for a second. So, um, right then, uh, it'd be great if you could meditate. It would be even lovelier if you could explain to me what you're on about with this mindfulness garbage. And also, it would be lovely, darling, if you could just tell me what your goals are for the year. See, that's <laughs> that was I put pressure on myself, but that's um, I was once at a bar with some girlfriends pre-children, pre- way, way pre, pre, pre everything, and I was doing a British accent, and my shtick, if you would call it a shtick would be to tell the guy that my name was Emma and I was from Surrey. Emma, and I'm from, oh, I'm actually, darling, I'm from Surrey. And I, you know, led this guy on and I had this accent and I was Emma. And he called me the next day and I had forgotten that I had done the accent. And he was really, really upset with me, like wouldn't talk to me. We had this like great connection, but um, he clearly wanted Emma and I could not put that on for the rest of my life. So that faded very quickly. I think that was the same night I I was with this guy and I stole his wallet because I thought it was funny to pickpocket people at bars. That was one of my other bar tricks was to pickpocket. So... um, Anyway, thankfully I grew out of that, and uh, <laughs> moving on. So that's my end of December spirituality spiel. Spe- spe- say that fast. Spirituality spiel. Spiel. Spirituality. I can't. Spiritual- spirituality spiel for December. Pep talk for myself and for others and for anyone else who wants to hear it. If you're feeling like a loser because you don't want to go out, it is okay because come January 1st, you're going to feel like a million bucks, people. You're going to feel amazing. So let's start off the new year with a bang and not with a... Who's with me? As always, you know where to find me, at Andrea Levoff. And you can find me on my podcast. You can find me in my closet. You can find me picking my kids up from school. There aren't a lot of places that you can't find me. You won't find me. Well, you might. I might go to a couple parties, but I'm going to be saying no a lot too. So if I say yes to you, you know I really want to do it. And happy new year to everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. All the the does. One of the quote-unquote spiritual popular things right now is this notion of self-care which I can totally get behind. And I do think that self-care sometimes is as simple as a bath. But a lot of times it's um, crying or really feeling a feeling or having a difficult conversation or seeing a therapist or something a little bit more than these surface things that we think or we're saying is self-care. And so I encourage you to dive deeper because I have recently, and it's fun. It's so fun. But no, it's not fun. But it, it, you come out on the other side and you have a new sense of security in yourself because you feel then that you will be taken care of and you can take care of yourself. So I encourage you to have that conversation as we enter the new year 
and really just clean it up. Clean up your side of the street, folks. That's self-care. It's not always a lavender candle. If you like lavender, light that candle and have that conversation. Get that broom out. Sweep it up. You know what I'm saying? Sweep it. That's pretty dope shit, right? Well, there's more where that came from. You can check me out at andrealevelup.com and follow me on Instagram to stay in the know and add your two cents. I'm Andrea Loveoff signing off. Until next time, stay dope, my friends. This podcast was produced by Dante32.